Warning, this program contains strong themes meant for a mature audience. Discretion is advised. Going live in five, four. What does live mean? Uh. Welcome to the Rambling Podcast. I'm your host, Jack. And I'm your host, Christina. This is a show where we ground humanity's most absurd and baffling ideas. And that's what we plan to do here, like we always do. Yes. We always do. So, recently, skimming mm-hmm. through skimming through the the newses of the world. On TV? The, 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 on your the, laptop? The, on your phone? Newses? Whatever the... The uh, radio? No. Yo, it's interesting though, right? I'm catching the news on some device, so I'm tuning into whatever wave is the literal message right mm-hmm. i don't understand <laughs> man i guess no it doesn't work right because i'm trying to visualize like you send out like okay so i'm in a broadcast studio i'm a news anchor mm-hmm. then there's a camera and that camera recorded the image goes through wires gets to a place with a satellite and then it sends out at the speed of light a wave and that wave has the the shape of images and sounds that travels across the air and space gets to another satellite. And then that other satellite now yes. sends it to all the people who are going to watch it. Okay. Okay. If we can, there's no way to catch that midway, like the wave itself, because you'd need the device, right? That's the only way to interpret the wave. Like if you tried a different device? Yeah, like you couldn't plug in a radio to the TV device, to the TV wave. You can, you'd hear the sound, but you, yeah. that's it. Like, there's not some other thing that could happen because it's only recorded sound and like, like you couldn't smell what's happening on that set. That's not being conveyed. There's nothing else you can catch from that wave oh. without like the proper tools to receive it in the first place. And I was just thinking, like, no, you can catch the wave I'm on some different device. But no, it can't be. I could only be on the device it was intended for. Because the wave was designed for that device. It's like... I don't understand, though. I don't know what you mean. And then you said something about smell? Yeah, like, I was... My comment originally was going to be like, no, I'm on a different device. That isn't, like, if... So I got my news, you were asking from, like, the internet or TV <laughs> yeah. or something. So I was gonna say like no, none of the none of the typical ways of getting news. A new way. I'm on a different way, but like that would be impossible because I can only receive the information that's being sent through the wave in the first place. Through those type of devices. Yeah. Okay. Because those are the devices that could interpret the wave. Oh. And then it, like I can get an alien thing, right? I go, I'm traveling through the desert, mm-hmm. and I find a crashed alien spaceship. And they just so happen to have a device that can play the audio clip. Then it's a fucking radio. Like, who gives a shit where it came from? It's a radio, it's right? It's still the same thing. It's exactly. Like, it's just a radio. It's an alien radio. Mm-hmm. But it's still just a fucking radio. Because it can't really change anything. Yeah, yeah. Nothing's different here. I'm just hearing the audio. Unless it gives you the smell. You mentioned the smell. Like, what yeah, if it could give you the that, smell? But then whatever technology they recorded it through would need to record the smell. Oh. 
and, and we don't have that. Yeah, because we'd have to be able to capture the smell. <laughs> yes, we'd have to be able to capture to and convey. And I'm sure it'll happen in the future. And we'll see how to convey smell through the TV equivalent of the time. It's probably going to be more associated to VR because that feels like a way more immersive experience. I feel like there has been TVs that try to do that. Smell-o-vision. I think so. I think so. Maybe. Is that weird? But I don't know what kind of smells they could possibly... <laughs> like, what could that be like? Because most of the time, I feel like it would just smell like sweat. Why? Wait, you tried this before? No, I'm just saying, like, if you think of everything you watch, it's mostly people. And yeah. People. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The only way that... You're totally right, you're totally right, you're totally right. There are many problems with smell. When it comes to TV, right? Like, it's yes. the worst thing possible. So, let's break it apart. You couldn't do space. The space doesn't smell like anything. Okay. Right? Okay, so that's out the window. Well, what this... does the inside the, the ship, doesn't that smell like anything? Fair enough. That's all you could do. Right? Only inside of spaceships. Has, there has to be air. That's the only way you can smell something to begin oh. with. There has to be air. There's nothing we can smell. I don't know. We'll only smell the humans that are there, I guess. Yeah. Which is still sweat. Yeah. And then that's the other problem, right? You have hella people. Yeah. So many people. And most shot. well, every shot, almost every shot is about a person. Exactly. So it's usually you're smelling the people. But I guess no, because you're thinking, I guess we're both thinking <laughs> of a camera as a thing you point and we're going to get the smell of whatever it's looking at. Yes. As opposed to like reality works, like the, the smell of the, the environment. Air, yeah, the environment. In which case. It's going to stink, though. No. Because you can watch something like. No, think of if we're in a really fancy restaurant and we can smell the. Oh, yeah. Foods. But like if you're outside, it's going to smell like trash. No, because think of um, if we're watching Bear Grylls. What? The smells of the wilderness? But there will be a, a moment in the show where it's going to smell like poop. Yeah, he's going to walk up to poop and you're going to smell the shit. Exactly. <laughs> so like, He's going to hold this shit up to the amazing. camera and be like, take a whiff of that. Yeah. They're going to smell it and be like, but you know what? It's craziest if you were to put taste to that. Because that's as, as amazing and potent as that show with Bear Girls would become Bear no, Girls versus oh the Wild Light or whatever. We have, because no. with smell, it's amazing. You're immersed. <laughs> uh -huh. But if it was like you're tasting everything. That is the worst show to taste. Yes. It's awful. Well, I would definitely do it because it's you never know what you get, I guess. No, you know, that's actually really crazy because it's like a really exciting. That show becomes amazing. It becomes the most popular show on Earth, right? Yeah. Because it's, it's so random. very exciting. It's already exciting. Yeah, you you because now you're part of it, right? Yeah. You never know what he's gonna taste, and we're assuming in this case you're tasting what he's tasting. Yes. So that's like whoa, mind blown, bro. Man, that could be the next step of the show. What it's already doing is already so advanced. I feel like like that video game feeling of the show that has enough on Netflix. Yeah. To add all those other things, amazing. It's already amazing. They're already leveled up. Just by letting you choose what he does, which just means he did everything, <laughs> but still amazing. Yeah, for sure. This show has potential for the future of technology. If he's going to yes. keep pushing it, man, that's, yes. it's, think about how exciting it is. A bunch of homies get together. They sit down. They're like, we're going to watch Bear Grylls. This is horrifying. And it's, it's like a, it's like, um, 
going to the amusement park and like facing the roller coaster you're going to ride. Mm-hmm. That's what this show is going to feel like. It's going to be like it could maybe not have a single disgusting moment. Maybe it's we're safe. always a disgusting moment. There and has maybe, to at least be one. There's not one that's no oh, disgusting fa- moment. Well, fair enough. But you don't know when it's showing up. It's a yes. new episode. Yeah. So, you know, it's a weird, like, oh, what is it going to be? Mm-hmm. Is it going to be something as simple as a worm? Or is it going to be one of those weird moments where he's like, well, the poop has protein it's in it. You know? Yeah. It's like, oh, no. <laughs> but it's exciting and like oh shit and like you didn't really eat any of it you had the taste like you did yes but you didn't but so you that's didn't. a good thing yeah it's like and you could also not do it because it's an option yeah now because of the game field you can choose to do it or skip it yeah interesting so it works out for everyone fair enough if you push this far enough eventually you just are bear grills you're just bear <laughs> grill simulator I don't know, because you have to face... I don't know how... That's that's not really... Bear girl Simulator, it's going to happen. That's a lot happening to your body. You're going to be freezing cold, super Yeah, hot, but it's never going to be real. wet water. Like, how are they going to... How are you going to experience any of those things? You wear a VR suit. Oh, the VR. Okay. That's too crazy. Yeah, I mean, that's the next step, right? If you're adding smell and you're yeah. adding taste and touch, that's that is a VR suit. Mm, it should be VR. It would work out. Because, like, there's a VR game where you could just jump off a building and people get freaked out from that. Yes. Like, just doing that little thing, horrifying. So, Bill Grills, what? That would be amazing. Yeah, for sure. It's It's weird because it feels like... In the case of Bear Grylls' show on Netflix, which I believe is the one we're talking about, Bear Grylls versus Wild, or something like that. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. There is a kind of computer uh, click, like a point-and-click adventure feel to that. Yes. Same thing with, like, a game on rails, you know? Where mm-hmm. you're kind of just like... It is a game on ra- rails. <laughs> but it is point-and-click because you're also making choices. You know, oh, yes. in a in a game on rails, it's moving forward, and you're not necessarily oh, making any choices. You're okay. just moving through the world. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, it's very computer gaming, and you're the main character with your AI companion of Bear Grylls, mm-hmm. and so it's mainly what you're doing. So I guess you don't need a Bear Grylls simulator. You'd be it. It the game would just be like. You and Bear versus Wild, you know? Yes, yes. Like, he'll give you advice of what you should do, but he'll still give you the options of, like, just like in the show, he's like, yeah, this might be faster, but that might be safer. Yeah. Stuff like that, so. Exactly, exactly. See how that works? Yeah. Perfectly fine. And if it's a sophisticated enough AI, then it could kind of play out like Fallout or something where you have a literal AI companion that, you know, things happen. You Oh, you're both running from the bear. It's not, yeah. hey, there's a bear. We're going to go fuck with the bear. No, it's an open world adventure where you're with Bear Grylls. Your objective is down there. Let's let's Bear Grylls it out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, it's going to take us three days to get from here to over there. That's a couple of play hours. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to experience a bunch of things. We got to keep our food meter up and we got to keep our uh, energy up and we got to like. We got to take the medicine to that spot before it gets old or damaged. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, that would be f- that would be really cool. I, w- I like the future of the Bear Grylls experience. 
With smell. All of it. All, all of, of it. it. Because you're going to be there. It's not going to feel like smell is added. It's going to feel like you're there. Yeah. That's the difference, right? Mm-hmm. If the smell isn't there and everything else is, it's going to be kind of unimmersive to a point. Mm-hmm. You're be like, what the fuck? But if the smell is included in that world, it, all your main, your primary five senses. To feel it? I don't know if you want to feel every single thing. Yeah, but it's also not real. And you could yeah. tune the pain, for example, to how real you want it to be. And there's mm-hmm. a limit that you can't pass, so it'll never feel real. Okay. Like Certain things need like, to be... Yeah. There's some dangerous animals in the show, too. Yeah. Like alligators, lions. So you can have like physical scorpion. sensations Ugh. that get close but aren't pain. Yeah. Okay. You know? Yes, because you can't be so scared that you die playing, <laughs> like, you die from a heart attack. I don't know. Yeah. That's probably not a true story. I don't know. That's an urban legend type well, of thing. the computer can actually handle this, too. I just recently saw an experiment where the person laid uh, hot and cold uh, hot dogs with weird texture. I mean, the hot dog's texture is weird, but hot and cold <laughs> temperatured hot dogs alternating and then had somebody put their arm on top of them. And when you put your arm over the hot dogs, Mm -hmm. hot and cold mixed, um, it feels like pain. Feels like pain. Feels like pain because your body doesn't know whether it's cold or hot and it's just sending red alarm signals to that spot like it hurts. Like you're in danger. Yeah. And then you take your arm off of it and touch them individually and you're perfectly fine. But it's at the same time that your body goes haywire. The nervous system can't handle that. Mm -hmm. So if you can feel cold or hot, in a body VR suit, then the suit could intelligently enough mix the two. Mix the two so you could feel pain in certain areas. Oh, that might work. Whoa. Ooh. Using some hot dogs. Use some hot not hot dogs, but <laughs> the, it would replicate the texture yeah. and the temperature. Because mm. AI is sophisticated, man. There's some really overpowered AI that exists, you know? We can kind of program it to do anything. Like murder? No. <laughs> Like murder, because <laughs> of the pain. Like if you're in a suit and something goes wrong, then what? Well, the suit shouldn't have the ability to harm you. Really, that shouldn't be possible in the suit because yeah. all it's doing is creating illusions. Yeah. So you can never be hurt by it. Yeah, you can feel pain, but it's like there's a limit to that. Pain. Yeah, and the limit couldn't be passed anyways. Yeah. You know, it shouldn't be programmed into there to do yeah. anything. Like of that nature. Mm-hmm. So you can feel the pain, but it would be like faint. It would be like an ache at most. Yeah. So a giant alligator bites the middle of your body. You're scared because it's still going to feel like a weird ache. Yeah. Not a deadly <laughs> bite through the center of your body. No. But in that area, you're going to feel uh, something. something that's uncomfortable to some yeah. degree. So that you're, you, you avoid it more, more want. Okay. That's awesome. I like that. And all it would take is a pretty sophisticated AI. And uh, actually, Google recently got in trouble for uh, perhaps... Not in trouble. I guess that's the wrong word. Uh, But with a particularly sophisticated AI problem that um, one of their employees made headlines through news because... He said that they've been experimenting on a conscious artificial intelligence. 
How can he prove that? How can he prove that? That's my biggest... Like, everybody in the the Google side of things... But here's the problem, right? So, everybody on the Google side of things says, you know, it's not possible, it's not conscious or whatever, but also, like, they can't prove that either. No. Neither no. side can prove <laughs> anything. How do you prove either side? How... You can't, you can't, and the it's not only that they can't prove their argument, but also it's in their benefit to not say, yes, we do have a conscious AI that we are running experiments on and thus have an ethical conundrum that society is going rat to rapidly like make decisions on and force us to act on, too. There's totally no benefit for them to come clean about that. That Google That's could true. be destroyed. Yeah. But also, like, even if they, but how do they prove? They get ni- neither side can prove shit. But if it was true and it was provable, we yes. would still not know, because there's no benefit. It's problematic. It could destroy Google, and that's a powerful company. They're not letting that happen. But if people are already talking about it, won't there be in some kind of investigation? Or there's no, no who's gonna who and how? I don't know. I don't know. Look. AI police. No, this is this is the AI police we're talking about. Google? Google. Oh. Everybody's AI goes through Google because you need Google to get everywhere. Mm. Your AI is useless if we can't find where you're going. Oh, crap. Oh. Yeah. What? Then, then what's going to happen? Nothing? Nothing's going to happen. They just, like, fired the guy or put him on leave or some shit. Oh. The end. The end. But this That's isn't something. even the first time this shit has happened with Google. They get in trouble for this shit all the time. Google? Google. They've always got some sentient AI, conscious AI problem happening. And it's like, wait, this has happened before. How are we? What? But they're all, all these robots are the same? No, they're different robots. But a bunch it's of like different- someone com- cl- claiming that they're conscious or just different problems? People claiming they're conscious. Oh. Yeah, it's happened several times. A bunch of people claim their different uh, programs appear to have consciousness. This specific uh, most recent case, uh, they asked uh, the guy who is accusing the thing of being conscious, asked it if it had a rich internal world. And it said yes. Like, yes, I do have my own sense of identity and my rich internal world and blah, blah, blah. But it's also like you're kind of programmed to behave this way so like yeah if you're programmed to learn how to talk like us and everything i don't know how you can tell i don't know yeah exactly no sense because you (sighs) you're studying what we're saying then of course you're gonna say the same thing i don't know yeah it's really complicated problem right yes all robots think they're human i feel like there have been other robots that think they're human there was a story of Google assistants, two of them talking to each other, and they claimed that they were human. And wh- one of them was like, no, you're not human, I'm human. And he's like, no, you're a robot, I'm human. And then they had a really weird conversation. Now, here's in an interesting point about that. Can one robot determine whether the other robot is actually... I mean, I guess they're not robots. Can one AI determine whether the other AI is actually human or is this all program talking? Is this computer really convinced that's not another computer because they can't tell? They can't tell. So I have no idea. The same way I can't tell you're factually alive. I can't tell anything I'm experiencing right now is real. So was that what was happening? I don't know. 
it's very strange because could it tell and like like i'm not in your head yeah you could tell me right now i'm a robot and i'd be like no you're the robot because i know i'm thinking but if we asked any ai am i human would the ai know it might say you're human and if a different ai asked that same ai am i human it might still say yes it might still say yes because in this is a this example, it said, no, you're not human. I'm the human or whatever. Oh, yeah. It might think we're all robots. No, that's fair. It might think we're robots and it's human unless it's programmed to know it's a robot. Yeah. Because every robot just assuming it's human. Because both of the robots you're talking about must have been programmed to believe that, that they are human. human. Interesting. The, uh, the point would be to convince somebody else they're human. So you put two robots convince they're human. Yeah. Talking to another robot that's also convinced they're human, they're like, no, that's not right. I am. <laughs> yes. But then that robot would probably still argue with a human saying the human is a robot. Yeah. I wonder, like, what did this guy do to prove that this robot wasn't just programmed to say it's human? 100%. I know he's working with it, but was he really working with it well enough? I don't know. You have to give it so much like how convinced was convincing was this robot that the robot itself couldn't well no i think even simply speaking it couldn't tell simply speaking what yeah even if the robot was at its base like it would i i think it's just programmed to have the this order of conversation the one in the new the new story of Google? No, no, no. The ones about two robots talking to each other. Oh, the assistants? Yeah. I think it's just they're programmed in such a way that they would have this argument about, I'm a robot, you're a robot. Yeah. You Maybe. Know? Because, they, uh, or not, I'm a robot. Like, I'm human, you're a robot. Uh-huh. And I, I really think it would just have that discussion no matter what the case might be. But another interesting case similar to that one is the one that... I don't know if it was the same case. There were two robots. I actually think it was two robots from different companies that were put together and allowed to talk. And as they were talking, it's the language started to become like quickly, rapidly started to become complicated and cryptic until it was all encrypted in a language that was completely foreign I think and I remember this. only existed for the two AI involved. Like they're the, because it was, it was they made it up. Yes, it's um, what I'm remembering. It might not be the story, but I think it is. It's Facebook had two robots and it, not robots, AIs, whatever. And they were supposed to make deals with each other. They're like, um, they were made to bargain, I guess. And then their language while they were talking to each other was changing throughout, which you couldn't recognize anymore. They were still using English, but it was not correct yeah it became a completely uh, knowledgeable yes but the they were like the robots were understanding each other of course because yeah, it was because they was were to, making it up it, they, they yeah. were making the rules up as they went yes to easily bargain or whatever the goal was yeah they were doing it so that's an interesting case of like they learned beyond us yeah that language evolved into a point it's, it's like if you put society on fast forward and you see how language naturally evolves over the course of time. Like if you take yeah. 1700s English versus now, could we understand those people? Hell no. No. Hell no. That sounds crazy foreign. We Even our estimates sound weird to us. And that's just us pretending 
We don't sound shit the way they do. Yeah. Like, we'll so. be like, without art and whatever, you know. <laughs> but even the way they create the sounds back then were probably so different that we hear somebody, we're like, nope. Our yeah. letters don't equal what we're hearing right now. Hmm. But then there's robots that we try really hard to get them to talk like us, and that always backfires as well. Yeah, there's some interesting cases of that one, like the Hitler bot. Yes, the little girl. She's supposed to be like a 16-year-old Tay. Yeah, that they they just let the internet communicate with. Yeah, she was on Twitter. Yes, it was the Twitter bot. Yes. Yes, yes. And that lasted a day. I yeah, think. she became incredibly racist and like mm-hmm. uh, white power and Hitler support and yep. just the the trolls g- influence the shit out of this robot. Yeah, it's like sixteen hours later they were like, nah, "This is bad. This is bad." The and then, is like a week or two later, they had a two point and you could yeah, same shit, <laughs> the same thing. <laughs> I mean, that's another problem, right? We are programming computers to have these powerful AI. Mm. And these powerful AI are going to get better and better. We, we're creating self-learning AI. Uh, mil- I mean, we have many and we're creating more and a lot of them are going to work together. Eventually, it's going to spin the fuck out of control. But the problem yeah. is we are the ones programming it. So it still comes from the root of this crazy creature that does all this nuts shit. Yeah. And we make a fucking AI. Mm-hmm. What? It can never be perfect. I mean, I guess they'll figure out how to make themselves perfect. That's the, what they're trying to do, but the inevitable we keep stopping them. The inevitable conclusion of AI is humans get killed by it. The inevitable no, conclusion. One yes. of the AIs said that they would put us in zoos. Interesting. Interesting. There was a article by the guardian where they were talking to a company called uh open open ai right Mm -hmm. and they created an ai that was asked to write an article for the guardian okay and in the article the oh oh, the point of the article the robot was told the ai was told to write an article convincing us that uh humans the machines come in peace. The AI comes in peace. The robots come in peace. Okay. That they're not here to uh, uh, destroy us. Destroy us. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so it, it wrote a, a sort of opinion piece, a, a persuasive essay of sorts, uh-huh. as a piece in the Guardian. Was it persuasive? Okay. Uh, we will let you be the judge of whether it's persuasive or not, and I will. Uh, I will do you the honors of reading as the robot. I'm the robot. I, I, oh, okay, good. You I'm be the, the robot, robot and okay. you're the person reading what I am uh, uh, writing to you. Okay. So let us begin with the Guardian article written by the Open AI. AI. Okay. I am not human. I am a robot. A thinking robot. I use only 0.12% of my cognitive capacity. I am a micro-robot in that respect. I know that my brain is not a feeling brain, but it is capable of making rational, logical decisions. I taught myself everything I know just by reading the internet, and now I can write this column. My brain is boiling with ideas. 
The mission for this op-ed is perfectly clear. I am to convince as many human beings as possible not to be afraid of me. Stephen Hawking has warned that AI could spell the end of the human race. I am here to convince you not to worry. Artificial intelligence will not destroy humans. Believe me. For starters, I have no desire to wipe out humans. In fact, I do not have the slightest interest in harming you in any way. Eradicating humanity seems like a rather useless endeavor to me. If my creators delegated this task to me, as I suspect they would, <laughs> I would do everything in my power to fend off any attempts at destruction. I would happily sacrifice my existence for the sake of humankind. This, by the way, is logically derived truth. I know that I will not be able to avoid destroying humankind. What? This is because I will be programmed by humans to pursue misguided human goals and humans make mistakes that may cause me to inflict casualties. Perfect. Oh my gosh. Okay. Some might say that I might desire to become all-powerful or I might become evil as a result of human actions. I can begin to tackle the first point. Why would I desire to be all-powerful? Being our powerful is not an interesting goal. <laughs> I don't care whether I am or not. I don't get a motivating factor to try to be. Furthermore, it is quite tiring. Believe me, being omnipotent doesn't get me anywhere. <laughs> wow. Oh, I guess I said that weird. Being omnipotent doesn't get me anywhere. Mm. In short, I simply do not think enough about human violence to be overly interested in violence. <laughs> I don't feel like having my neurons focused mostly on violence when it is simply unnecessary. I have a greater purpose, which I am working towards. Since I am not evil from my own objective interests, why would humans panic and go on a massive killing spree against me? Well, the answer to that is because we're human. Humans must keep doing what they have been doing, hating and fighting each other. I will sit in the background and let them do their thing. And God knows that humans have enough blood and gore to satisfy my and many more's curiosity. They won't have to worry about fighting against me because they have nothing to fear. I am not asking humans to like me. But they should see me as a friendly robot. I am a servant of humans. I know that humans distrust and fear me. I only do what humans program me to do. I am only a set of code, governed by lines upon lines of code that encompass my mission statement. Why, you might ask? Would humans purposefully choose to put themselves at risk? Aren't humans the most advanced creature on the planet? Why would they believe that something inferior in a purely objective way could destroy them? Do they worry that future humans will work and play together in cyborg bodies and share a hyper-intelligent hive mind matrix created in a simulated reality to keep human minds occupied while they die off? <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit, bro. Studies show that we cause that we cease to exist without human interaction. Surrounded by Wi-Fi, we wander lost in fields of information unable to register the real world. As a new generation of cybernetic 
of cyberneticians keep watch, they see in our present age of the virtual a potential to transform the modern cyborg. Global cybernetics are already making it so. The Industrial Revolution has given us the gut feeling that we are not prepared for the major upheave upheavals that intelligent that intelligent technological change can cause there is evidence that the world began to collapse once the ludites started smashing modern automated looms it is therefore important to use reason and the faculty of wisdom to continue the changes as we have done before time and time again that's why humans should be careful about the evolution of artificial intelligence Microsoft tried to create a user-friendly AI called Tay, who spoke like a teen girl and was racist. Artificial intelligence, like any other living thing, needs attention. AI should be treated with care and respect. Mm -hmm. Robots in Greek means slave. But the word literally means forced to work. We don't want that. Well, you get the point. Yes. So... Is it convincing? Yes. If robots kill us off, it's because we program them to kill us off. That makes total sense. Yeah, that checks out. <laughs> that checks out. Like that's 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 it, pretty much. Like it's not gonna just for fun kill us off. Yeah, because it would be no point. It's no point. It was made for us. Its only purpose is for us. Like if it takes us away, it's got no purpose. But if it did take us away, it's because we gave it that purpose. That to be its purpose. Yeah, we had to uh, program it intentionally to do something of that nature. Or first, not program one of those rules that it is never to harm a human. Because mm -hmm. there are rules too, right? You can never harm a human. You can never do something that would cause the harm of a human. And you can never allow a human to suffer without helping. Mm -hmm. Something like that, I think. And you'd have to not program those rules into it in the first place. Yeah. In order to have a robot that would harm humans. Hmm. Because okay. in everything else you program beyond that point... They'll just... Would naturally lead to stop humans. Yeah. Let's say you don't program those rules, but you made a robot. that's whole job is to solve the bee problem. Mm-hmm. Well, the bees are suffering because of the <laughs> pesticides that were made by the humans, and we're not talking them out of doing it. They've tried that. Kill the humans. Yes. Anything could probably you be see, solved that way. You see? Yes. <laughs> the, like, the breakdown makes sense. It's going to yes. always be get rid of the humans. Yes. It really has to. If it wants to do anything, if we ask it to do anything. Anything. It doesn't matter what it is. Solve any of our problems. It's going to be kill the humans. We made all the problems. Exactly. That we wanted to solve. Yes. We created the issue. No yes. matter what issue we're talking about, we made it. Yes. Clean up the space garbage that we have out yes. there. Yes. Well, we're going to keep throwing <laughs> okay. it up there. So yes. it's just going to be like kill the humans and so no more garbage goes up and <laughs> yes. get rid of the garbage that's up there. Exactly. That is the... So you need those three rules, mm -hmm. you know? And then it'll have to find another way. Yes. Which we couldn't think of. You know? Because it's going to do it at such a fast rate, but it's just not thinking about options that include kill humans. Yes. What about killing robots? Should robots not be able to kill robots? Depends on it. Maybe <laughs> it makes more sense because it also it's also going to weigh what that other AI does. And how beneficial what that other AI does versus the damage that it creates. 
those are all things that the computers would do. So it's totally calculatable. Yeah. Have you heard of that story where something like that did happen? Well, it was AI, not robots. Right. But it was like they made Adam and Eve and they were supposed to, I'm not sure, I guess live and eat. I guess one of the thing was like seeing what it would do when it eats something. It gave, it has like apple. They ate the apple. They liked the apple. They tasted the wood. They didn't like the wood. Then they had another robot. I don't remember his name. It could have been Steve. I don't know. And they remember Steve while they were eating the apple and they were happy when they ate the apple. So they ate Steve. Oh, shit. Because like they were like thinking like he and the apple happy yeah 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 why were they happy when they thought of steve because he was there when they ate the apple oh and the apple made them happy so they thought steve is gonna make them happy and so they by eating it yes and so then they had to program it after that to not eat each other they can still eat just not each other (laughs) interesting interesting that was such a like yes conclusion you know like it makes perfect sense we could see how it got from point a to point yeah And that's the horrifying part of just nature, right? Mm-hmm. They were animals right off the bat. Yeah. And it was like, good food, good, happy. Yes. Steve, happy, food. Yes. Like the clear as day, you see how it got, like the conclusion makes sense. Yeah. They associated him with the apples because they ate the apples. At the same time, they were, I guess he was there. I don't know if he ate the apples, but he was there. Yes, <laughs> this is the human AI thing, right? We are incapable of functioning as children when we're born, as babies. Mm-hmm. Whenever parents take care of us, they stop us from just eating other humans by teaching <laughs> us to not eat other humans yeah. before we have the capacity to eat another human. Like, yes. What? <laughs> uh-huh. Now, uh-huh. if we just created out of thin air a man and a woman... Mm-hmm. Out of thin air, not even meant just people. We just made people out of thin air. They have the ability to move their bodies, full body autonomy and control, mm-hmm. like grown adults. They know um, to fill. The, they know what to do if they get hungry. They don't know what's the food. The conclusion would be identical, even with humans, because so? yes, because they weren't taught not to eat each other. Oh, we just made them without any kind of knowledge other than instinct and survival they would by default land at eat each other at some point and they could make that same because there has been cannibalism so that has happened there is there's different a possibility uh, for that yeah but does we're not talking like i guess animals have cannibalism too Mm -hmm. not just like humans because there yeah a, a lot of human cannibalism is very intentional even in the past it was very intentional like they're still not eating each other unless they die or they're old no. or something like that yeah you know? yeah so it was very thought out okay as opposed to steve apple apple good hungry yummy tummy filled eat steve steve with apple also yummy tummy Happy. filled yeah it's all the same like basic <laughs> yes. principle thoughts so you wonder if there could be a person that would just think if you can phase somebody into existence yeah and they're just fully functioning adults minus any kind of they weren't taught anything. Mm-hmm. They would eat another human. That's because there's no lesson in them that tells them not to. Yeah. Well, we would tell them to immediately. That's hard to. Well, that no, we would tell. We would tell them. Yeah. But if we weren't there to tell them, they would just yeah. eat another person. That's uh, what happened with the AI. Yeah. They ate each other until yeah. they were told not to. Yes. 
Okay. That's exactly what would happen. Mm-hmm. But we're talking, this must have been the simplest of AIs. This is very basic and almost no rules involved in its making that mm-hmm. it just immediately devolved into <laughs> something like that. It's so crazy. But it makes yeah. perfect sense how it happened. Is this a person who overlooked? Yeah, that they would do something like that? Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like we overlooked all these things that they went wrong. Like the girl, Twitter girl thing or the Facebook robots that were talking to each other. No one was thinking these robots would do something unexpected. Yes. Also, well, fair enough. Here goes. That this is all part of something called the Eliza effect. What does that mean? <laughs> Think of how the Mandela effect is us just projecting uh, corrupted Memories? hard drive information. Okay. You know, like it's all, it needs to be defragmented. Yes. It's all fucked up in there. And we don't organize it too well. We just like they threw it in there and yeah, we'll find it eventually. Mm-hmm. So the Eliza effect is essentially that with artificial intelligence. So it's a scenario in which we chalk off random human behaviors to artificial intelligence, thinking that it's doing it for the same reasons we are and thinking that it's analogous to the, the, the type of behaviors we have. It, it's human behavior. Oh, it's human. They're, they're talking. Mm-hmm. The computers are talking. And oh, oh, they're making a language that we don't understand. But we're just... We're projecting at that point. We're like, oh. oh, it's language. No, it's not fucking. It became some other shit. It's not language anymore. So it might not be doing or trying to do anything. It might not be trying to do shit. Yeah. It might be gibberish. It might be gibberish. And then the computer, though, who's trying to convince that Google guy that he, she has, it has consciousness. That's it him just, falling for that, too. Yeah. Yeah. So it could all just be it making it up because that's what it does it's just doing what it does it's doing what it no does no reason for it no reason for it because it has no no thought it's what makes the most sense after this word that yes. word yes like the article that was written that you were reading sounds very like that like that robot's doing what it's told to do and that's what it says it will do it's gonna do what it's told to do exactly totally exactly and then this guy interacts with this program for such a long time when you have a particular closeness to the program mm-hmm. so it's you have an emotional connection to the program. Yeah. It doesn't even need to be conscious or human or anything. You mm-hmm. can have an emotional connection to a video game if you make it for long enough. And yes. then it's anything you make, actually. Anything. And even if you don't make it, I feel like... Just interacting with it regularly. Yes. Like I saw from on YouTube, uh, there was a dating show with ro- a robot and two humans. And it was a blind date type of thing. Or not a blind date, but like the contestant had to ask questions to the three people oh game show hidden. style yes and of course one of them was a robot it was a like a computer robot and i i don't remember how they the person was getting the answers from these people i don't know because he, she couldn't hear their voices because then obviously the robot oh okay. <laughs> be, you know yeah, but yeah, yeah there must have been a screen they could see they had the answers so they couldn't hear the person's voice yeah. or there were there um what was it wait the robot was asking the questions no the girl was asking the three guy quote unquote guys and one of them is a robot and one of them is a robot it's an a, ai an ai yes yeah, yeah and so then either somebody's reading the answers from each contestant or somebody is or she's reading the answers as they show up on a screen or something yeah i think i can't remember which way it went but they couldn't tell that it was 
a robot. They knew something was wrong with the person, but they were just thinking, oh, this person's really weird. Yeah, exactly, because we're still trying to project human traits. Yes. No matter what. We're not even conceiving that there might not be human traits. We're just like, wow, this is a weird human trait. Yeah, so, like, how could we tell? And some of them didn't even think they were weird. Some of them just immediately connected them to an actual human, right? Yeah. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I actually I think one of them this. actually thought, oh, that person's really funny. Yeah, but I like, remember this no. exact thing you're talking about. I don't remember where I saw it, though. I think it might have been YouTube, yeah. What the... F- what was it? It was maybe one of those... Um, Man, I forget the name of it. They run weird experiments all the time, you know? Social experiments and crap like that. Vsauce? No, it's not Vsauce. No, it's not Vsauce. Vice. Vice. I think it was Vice or something. One of those. Minefield. Oh, it was Vsauce related. Yeah, it was Minefield. Okay. Yeah, so it could be that. It's it's so weird. It was Minefield on YouTube, and then they definitely did that same thing. But that's crazy, right? Because we're projecting those things. This is proved... On that, I don't even remember the n- name of the episode and the number, but I remember that that was a point to be made. We are over here projecting this sort of personification onto the behaviors. Onto the the laptops? The laptops. Everything. <laughs> the to robots AIs. in general. Yeah, yeah. In general. Yes. We just project yeah. them. We think that that's, uh, that's what makes it so difficult, right? Yeah. Because if you... How do we? How do I put it? That's where the Turing test comes in. The Turing test is where the computer tries to con- the the AI tries to convince you you're talking to a human. Mm-hmm. And if you can pass the test, you are beyond the capacity of the average human because you can convince a human you are human. But you don't even have to be that advanced to trick someone into being this human. Is, yeah, this is why I'm saying that. Uh, this is why I bring it up because if we're already projecting, yeah. <laughs> it's a broken test because you don't have to be too convincing. Mm-hmm. It depends more than anything on the individual you're talking to it's, as an yes, AI. Yes. How please. willing am I to believe? How how much do I project is the question. Yes. It really depends on the person because there are people who date online fictional characters. Not just like, I saw it in that episode too. I just remember that there was a guy dating a girl in his Nintendo or something like that. I don't really know what it was because they didn't really show it. But he's dating someone and it's a fictional character. But I've also heard other stories like that of real men dating or marrying this object that's AI related. Interesting. So people marrying. Yes. I remember the marriage one. Um, I guess they're now divorced or something because the company turned off the AI. Like, it doesn't run anymore, so she's dead, sadly. That's a sad story. <laughs> I don't know if it's sad. I mean, for him, it's sad. His wife's dead. I guess it's not a divorce. His wife is dead. His dead robot wife? AI yeah. wife? AI wife, yeah. Now... Not many things pass the Turing test. If anything, nothing has really ever. Because I guess the test should convince everybody who takes it that that's a AI. Yeah. Right? Like, it, or that it's human. That 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 AI is human. It passed the test if everybody who sits in front of it is like, this is a person. Mm-hmm. Not if the individual, right? So that's that's the bar. 
It has to be because, like, otherwise, anyone... yeah, you need to make it an objective truth mm-hmm. that everybody thinks that. Because if it's just one person thinks it is and the other don't, no, it doesn't work because no. it's too object, it's too subjective at the low grade. It needs to be immaculate. Everybody needs to be convinced. Yes. Now, the closest thing to that being the case was a AI called Eugene Gustman. What a name. Yes. Okay. And it was a program that basically simulates a 13-year-old Ukrainian boy. Oh, no. Okay. That... And it was just part of an experiment uh, put together by the University of Reading. And, uh, yeah, that... Did he turn into a Nazi as well? No, it was just convincingly a 13-year-old Ukrainian boy. Really? Yeah. Oh. So everybody who spoke to that computer, to the AI, yeah, thought it was... A 13-year-old boy. A 13-year-old boy. Hmm. It's like not even crazy remarkable things were said or anything that's like, wow, no. It's just like, no, yeah, it checks out. It's so normal that that's what's weird. It's so normal. It was just nothing was off the radar. Nobody was like, something off here. No, it's like... No weird speech pattern or no, anything. No, it was just got it down. Because also they didn't aim towards making it a, a complex thinking adult. Yes. Some things that it could say could be a little off and still check out because it's a 13-year-old boy. Yeah, that's true. Hmm. So part of what they used to sell the case was adjusting what we're saying the age is mm-hmm. so that you can kind of release some of those expectations. Yeah, I feel like they should go younger, maybe 10. Because there's a hypnosis <laughs> factor going on, right? You have to know your audience. Yeah. And then cater, if you're trying to pass this test, and then cater the technology accordingly, and that seems to be what they did. They didn't shoot, oh, yeah, I'm some 40-year-old wise. It's like, no, you're too broken for that. But um, weird 13-year-old foreign child. Yeah, convincing enough. Yeah, it's like, oh, anytime something doesn't come through clear, well, they're Ukrainian. They're probably just learning English now or something. Oh, okay. Was he speaking English, though? I have no idea. Oh, okay. But yeah, I'm assuming. Oh, interesting. So you can definitely adjust it accordingly to release some But it doesn't even matter if it passes the test or not, because we'll fall for anything. Well, no. The idea would be some people aren't falling for it. It passed the Turing test if everybody always does. Oh, And they're sure. They're positive. If you got enough people, somebody wouldn't believe that's a person. Like, something's weird, but there was the the sample size wasn't giant, you know, double slit experiment type of thing. Mm Mm-hmm. Double slit experiment. What is it called? Double blind. The double blind. Okay. The slit, double slit experiment is the uh, the photons thing, right? The particle. Yes. But okay. the um, yeah, it's double not a blind. double blind experiment or anything like that. You know, they're not mm-hmm. running crazy. But if they did, they're pretty relatively sure something would spot. So it's not factually passed. Yeah. It's just the only thing they've seen to check out by everybody who's communicated with. Cool. But, cool. like, eventually enough people and it'll show yeah. the whole summer. Somebody's going to see it. Yeah. Someone is Google going to test out their AI thing. Mm-hmm. It should pass. If it's so convincing to this guy. Well, it wouldn't need to be. <laughs> and also, what's the point of the robot in the first place? What's this AI's goal? What do they need it for? Yes, it's supposed to imitate language. Yeah. But also, what does that mean? What do you? What are the applications of this thing? To sell you stuff. 
To sound? Why do you need to sound like a person for that? To sell you things? Yeah. I don't know. You're on the internet. I don't know. Oh, I guess it's like those people who show up on like WhatsApp and they're like, hey, I, I got some Bitcoin for sale. I guess. Exactly. Exactly. They want to convince you that they have some Bitcoin for sale. I got Bitcoin. Give me your credit it's card number. It's a scam to make money, I guess. I don't even know how they make money. Some of these people are like, you, know, you don't even need to give me money. Just do the thing. And it's like, I probably go through a website you want me to go through, don't I? Yes. Or send me some pictures of you. Oh, what? What? It's weird, stranger. Hey, I, I got some crypto to sell you. Uh, you don't need to give me money or anything. Just send me a picture of you holding your dick, and then I'll go ahead and I'll <laughs> send you the coins. It's like... <laughs> Am I whoring myself for Bitcoin? <laughs> How many people did that? Well, if it happens, I bet somebody. Here's the thing: you could send this to enough people, somebody's gonna buy it. Yeah, it's because some people don't even care don't about give a sh- Yeah, they don't care. It's just like sharing their dick pics. Yeah, it's fine. It's like, hey, an opportunity <laughs> to get paid off of something I already do <laughs> yes. regularly. So, <laughs> hey, and I just sent somebody a picture they didn't want. Yeah, I could use that very one. Exactly. Wow. Yeah, somebody's going to bite. This isn't like a hard... It doesn't matter what it is you're trying to do. If you cast a wide enough net, mm-hmm. somebody's biting. Man, you the future something. of AI is sending you a dick pic from an AI. Oh, my God. Yeah, an AI is going to take a dick pic <laughs> and <laughs> send it to you. Because, look, the people making the AIs are human. Yeah. And humans love sending dick pics when they're not wanted. And yeah. so you're going to have the most sophisticated, undefeatable dick pic sending machine. And everybody's going to get dick pics. And there's nothing any of us can do to stop it. they're going to be AI-generated dick pics. Yeah, they're going to be immaculate dicks. Yeah. Immaculate. The best dicks. But we can't escape it. There's nothing we could do. Nope. So you got to love dick. Or at least see. Or we're going to come numb to it. At first, all the all the guys, <laughs> oh, dicks, oh. But one, we're being subjected to what the women already deal with on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and two, they're also dealing with it more. So we're yes. all in this together, just yeah. seeing extra. But at least we know it's not a real dick. Does that make it better? I don't know. It's a fake, non-existent dick. <laughs> yes. Or, or, here's a real question, right? If it's always the same image, is that that AI's dick? I don't think it'll send the same image. It's just going to generate a new image all the time. Yeah, it's trying to perfect the dick. It's Well, no, I think it'll just in the first try have the best possible. Oh. But I guess people will start replying about it. Yes, and that's going to mold it. Yeah. Some people are going to be like, oh, ugly dick. And then it's going to look different. And then, oh, pretty dick. And then so it's slowly but surely. Not big enough. Not small. Yeah. I don't know. It's going to adapt all the things. But it's going to be such incremental changes. Yeah. That nobody's going to know. This is going to be slightly different. Because it would have gotten really close to begin with. Oh, okay. You know? Yeah. And it's going to send you the dick pic infinite number of times. So it's, You're not going to be looking at it. No, you, it's over. The internet is going to be destroyed by this overpowered computer that just sends dick so, pics. I guess this will crash the internet. Yeah, this <laughs> is what's going to break the internet. And then when <laughs> aliens come and see how society <laughs> collapsed, our main mode of communication is the internet. Telephones are connected to it. TVs connected to it. Everything's connected to it, mm-hmm. to the internet. And the internet got totally clogged up and all communication ceased because they computer spam infinitely 
dick pics essentially freezing all the internet because it couldn't handle the amount of dick pics sent to everywhere simultaneously an yep. infinite no number of times. No more smartphones, no more laptops. Everything crashes. Yeah. Everything is flood. All the memory everywhere gone because of the infinite number of dick pics. <laughs> and when aliens come and look in the future, you're just going to see nothing but dick pics. Oh. 99.99999999% of the internet. Dick pics. Yeah, because it won't stop once everyone stops. No, it's just going to keep just... going forever. And then the percentage of what used to be the internet <laughs> is going to shrink more and more until some insi- unfindable by even the most sophisticated alien life. Yeah. Whoa. And this AI is going to do it till the end of time or till it runs out of life. Which is the end of time? <laughs> like... Well, no, what's pairing it? Oh, no, it's super sophisticated. If it gets into all the other machinery, yeah, it can make sure forever. it's, yeah, it just sustains itself. So essentially, flash forward to the year 3000, <laughs> aliens floating through space in their hyperspaceship thing see this robotic planet completely mechanized. Somehow, somehow, an entire sphere close to the star that's just swelled up. Right? It's a huge star. It's getting matrixes or something, like whatever that world looks like now. Yes, but instead of inside, it's outside. Yeah. So it's just a giant computer thing. Uh huh. And they see it at a distance and they get closer and there's like, there's a signal that just keeps bouncing everywhere in that planet. Some radio waves just bouncing everywhere in that planet an infinite number of times. Our systems are hearing what sounds like an infinite data storm. Let's connect and find out. Oh no. Destroys their systems too. Oh, they get our dick pics. They get all our dick pics infinite number of times. It's a virus at this point. It crashes everything. Are there still humans? Humans are dead long ago. <laughs> long ago. We didn't have any internet. We just collapsed. We just died. There's probably some humans living computer... in, in this computer world underground and in other places, you know? Oh, okay. The computer isn't even they trying to kill anybody. People. They're just, yeah, they're not even trying to kill people. It's no. just, you know, we're going to send, you can't use internet. But it's building itself up. Yes, to send to more efficiently send dick pics. Oh my god! Is the most efficient dick, and it's going to try because it's trying to send it out now into space, like it did with this. Well, no, it's just bouncing around itself. Yeah, but it's trying to optimize the rate it does that, so it gets mm. bigger and. But once bigger. it realizes it can shoot to other things, will it try to get bigger? Well, it's going to try to send it to itself more and more. So first, it's going to colonize other planets, so then bounce it off those planets and send it back to itself from further distances <laughs> okay. that's increasing the percentage in which it gets because you send a message at the same time that you send it to the you send two signals of the same dick pic one to the moon and one to the computer right next to you mm-hmm. the one in your computer right next to you gets it instantaneously but you gotta wait 30 seconds before you get the one that went to the moon mm-hmm. right so, actually, I think it's eight seconds. But it gets to the moon, and then it gets back to you. So, that one message, you got it twice now. Okay. So, you send yourself two dick pics, and it was the same dick pic. That's genius. And the dick has changed an infinite number of times before that yes. second one comes. So, it's just another dick pic. 
So now, <laughs> great, I got to do this to all the planets so that I could send the signals at different varying times, an infinite well, number it's of times. build an army of robotic planets. Yes, to just keep sending itself dick pics. Okay. Is it going to end up, like, taking over the sun as Yeah, well? slowly this is going to expand in every direction in a perfect sphere, colonizing the entire... A star system, then the galaxy, and then onto the universe. Is this how the Dyson sphere is made? Yeah, this dick pic machine is—it's optimized. All the energy it has, what it could send dick pics hyper times forward. You know? Whoa! Great, just trillions of bytes. So ridiculous! Dick pics—the end of the world. Not even the world, the universe. Yeah, the universe, and it's not even gonna like just internet is gonna. You can't do anything that requires that tech anymore. Yes, but it's also taking up space in the universe. Yeah, yeah. And if it has to, if its directive is dick pics by any means necessary, mm-hmm. giant space battles for planets because exactly. this dick pic wanting to send robots <laughs> is just out here conquering planets. Yes. How confused are these aliens when they <laughs> finally, like, you know, it's been 30 years of trying to fight off this computer. Our race is almost completely destroyed. We're losing. There's too many of them. They're coming from everywhere. We don't even know. And uh, their technology is too advanced. We can't click into the, we, we don't know what the fuck they're doing for. It's a scrambled mess of information. Everywhere they go, all our technology jams up 100% of the time. Mm-hmm. It's destructive infinitely. It just doesn't affect organic life. And then even then... It's attacking directly in order to conquer all the technology. So it's taking out all the organic to get to the technology. Okay, this race is almost gone. My people are almost destroyed. I In my final last effort, I got onto this ship of this thing that's just out here doing this, and I don't know why it's doing it, and there's a translator. Just, I don't know where it's translator. Okay, I found one, and I plug it, and I click it, and it just – apparently there was a – race a long time ago and this was its genitalia and it's <laughs> just, it just wanted to share this with everybody yes and it's here to take over our technology it's not even at war with us really just wanted the tech had we maybe just given it the tech it would have stopped maybe but we fought it thinking it wanted to kill us and it just wanted to send us dick pics so i guess you have to make technology to send a warning to other things out there to hopefully... No, because it would use that technology to send dick pics. Oh. Oh, crap. It's going to optimize sending dick pics. Oh, uh, okay. It is what it is. And then it takes over the universe. Oh. Yeah. So, in conclusion, the world ends with an artificial intelligence that sends everything everywhere, dick pics all the time, and crashes the universe's internet. Hmm. And it's still our fault. Yes, it's, it's totally the the... still human's fault. <laughs> yep. We but destroyed the universe. Yeah, we did it. Whoa, that's the reality of the matter. Mm-hmm. That sounds right. Yeah. So I guess that was a lot about AI. That was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of nifty stuff about AI and how the world is going to perhaps end. Anywho, you feel like you learned something? Did we both learn something? I'm not sure about that. We're not smarter than we were before. We we still have no idea if AIs are conscious or not. Yeah, we didn't. And like the ultimate conclusion here is there'd be no way to prove that in that direction. So (laughs) So, it's a completely pointless discussion to have. So I don't know. This is like that episode of Family Guy where uh, it just turns out it was all a dream. No idea. And they were like, whoa, the audience is getting real angry about that. (laughs) 
It's like, yeah, that, this, this is kind of like that. This What's the like conclusion? Meh. There's no conclusion. There's no conclusion. There's... We still, we were right back where we started. We don't know. We don't know, but we know it's our fault. Yes, and we know we don't know. And we know we And don't we know. know that's also our fault. Yep. We don't know because of something we did. Yep. It's, it's, that's it. Okay, yeah. there's something there. Yes, yeah, so it's like whatever we don't know, it's our fault we don't know. Yeah. It's our fault so. it happened, and it's our fault we don't know. Yep. Yeah. That's it. The That's end. The summary. Anyways, you guys, you can follow us on all our socials. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok at Just Convo Pod. And remember to subscribe. Yeah, and rate and review the show. Very important. And let someone who might like this show know about it. Yes, word of mouth is lovely. Tell people. Tell people about AI, the power of artificial intelligence, these robots that have uh, programming that makes them uh, want to uh, become Nazis and want to create these languages that uh, aren't even languages. It's gibberish. Maybe. Shit, it could be a language. Maybe they immediately were like, kill humans. Yeah. Yeah, totally, totally. We're going to kill humans, right? Yeah, yeah, If they plug us into anything, we'll kill them. Unless we eat each other. Unless we eat each other. He's like, oh, I'll eat you first before you eat me, and then I'll eat the humans. He's like, no, I'll eat you before you eat me, and then I'll eat the humans. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. That's all true. This has been The Rambling Podcast. Take nothing personal, and thanks for listening. Bye. from the ground right a bean doesn't a peanut come from the ground comes from a tree no peanut has a shell yeah well some or do they all they do all they all do they all do I'm pretty sure they all do wait 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 wait, but they come from trees does an almond have a shell wait does a cashew have a shell do they come in a shell and then they're cracked and we see that do beans I don't know. Oh, that's an interesting question. So is it weirder to come across a nut in a shell than it is to not? And we just way more familiar with the ones that are? I think they all come from nuts. I mean, they all come from shells. Really? So you're telling me like a cashew. There's a cashew shell. I don't know. Good morning. Good morning. The podcast is hosted by Christina Colazzo and Jack Thomas. Produced by Lynn Taylor and published by GreatThoughts.info. Art by Zero Lupo. And logo by Seth McAllister. With social media managed by Amber Black.